What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Settler Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenn Enos. Junior. And Matthew Souza. Let's do it. Week let's, four is on its way. Week three is in the books. Let's do this. Um, Yeah, so. This is the last know, week of the first month of the season. That's crazy. Actually, how how are how are we looking, boys? Actually, how no. How are we looking? Last week was the last week of the first month of the season because technically this weekend's October. Oh, true, true. Spooky. It's gonna be a spooky weekend. Spooky season. Oh, damn. Um, we're doing all right, Mason, because we're in the win column. Okay, the Dirt Burgers are now riding this wave of momentum, and we're gonna continue to put our stamp on this league we started out a little slow right per usual we gotta get the gears running but now we're off to the races and my uh very special guest right here who does the power rankings for the league just want to point out that uh my team their burgers after week two was ranked number 14 out of 14 um and he just happened to dethrone number one on the power rankings that's the COVID cowboys led by Mr. Matthew Amaral. I mean, you call it luck. You call it good timing. I call it heart. And uh, if there's one thing that I know about fantasy football, it's about having heart. So, guys, I don't know if, I don't know if you want to elaborate on that, but I'm, I'm, I'm riding high. Next week, we're going to roll into Panacho. I'm going to have to take him out, too. That's just the way things work. Yeah. Um, so, I actually had, I had Panacho this week. Um, you know, GG's to him. He beat me. I am no longer in the win column. I'm two and one. All right. New Mason? What? New, New Mason? Mason? New Mason, same dickhead, bro. That's what I, that's what I said. Huh. Huh. Um, so, you know, obviously some unfortunate circumstance with, uh, McCaffrey getting hurt. Um, you know, I've had an injury to my starting lineup every, every week so far. So hopefully that trend doesn't continue. Yeah, you um, lost by just a little bit under 18 points, which if McCaffrey had another 20 and then finished with 25 points, that's all you would have needed. So it really was because of McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, well, also Damian Harris only getting 2.1 didn't help. Um, you know, Glenn, I don't know if you want to talk about the Cowboys at some point because I definitely want to talk about the Patriots at some point. We'll get, we'll get to them. We'll do we'll but, do our normal routine. Then we'll, I want I want to review. I want to reflect on the first three weeks of the season. Maybe make some not too early takes, uh, but things that I've noticed as a pattern through three weeks of the season. All right, yeah. that sounds good. We'll talk about that. We'll do our normal stuff because there's a lot of news. We got to get to the news with Susa. But first, Susa, we talked about our fancy teams. How are you making out? I'm doing all right. I am two and one as well. Oh. Lost the first week, but won the last two. Oh, which is nice. After so, last season. Yep. So let's see your. Uh, Here we oh, go. Oh, and thirteen in the regular season against people not named Glenn. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Then next week we'll think of some other stupid saying and criteria. Well, next week this week who you got this week? Chris. Oh yeah, you're not beating him. No. No, I don't think so. He just put up. Uh, 103, actually. Not bad. Respectable. That's what I put up. 
It's a winning score. It wasn't for Chris this week. No, because he's the man. Cooper Cup. All right, so you guys are both two and one, but I'm only a game behind you. And how's it feel knowing that I'm breathing down your neck like this? I'm I'm not worried about it yet. Um, okay. Okay. All right. We got people in the back seat who are scared because yeah, the subwoofer is right next to their head. Yeah. <laughs> it's spooky season, you know. So, actually, Halloween, October thirty first, is on a Sunday. Uh oh. So Wait, it's gonna Halloween be Halloween on the thirty first. If you don't break out, David S. Pumpkins, I swear yes. to God, I swear to God. I thought it was. I actually thought it was on a Saturday until I just looked at it now. Hmm. So that's going to be one hell of a football Sunday. It's going to be epic. Imagine all the players dressed up on the field. Nope. Can't say I could imagine that. Uh, what else? So we want to talk about some trends, some disappointments, I some I want to talk about the news. Oh, shit. I want to talk about the news with Sousa. All right, here we go. Wide receiver on the Denver Broncos, KJ Hamler towards ACL. Pause. Pause. Of all the news that happened this past weekend, that's the one you're going to start off with? Yeah, it's the first on this list here. <laughs> you're not going to start off with the number one pick in everyone's fantasy draft going down with injury? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that was just so long ago. I feel like everyone's thought about it and is over it by now. Yeah, uh, but technically, I'm not over it. It happened in between podcasts. So, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I let off with KJ Hamlin. KJ fucking Hamlin, bro. <laughs> um, Christian I mean, no disrespect McCaffrey. to KJ Hamlin. That sucks. <laughs> and his family. <laughs> his family, because they're big fans <laughs> of the show. But, um, well, no, he was interesting because. Judy went down, and you'd think right. someone would be a wide receiver too, but it was Tim Patrick yeah. who emerged, and then KJ Hamler just ripped his leg. So now it's definitely Tim Patrick. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, KJ Hamler. Um, but yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Who? Yeah. Hamstring injury. This was Thursday night, so almost a week ago. And he was, I saw the play where he called, he was jogging off the field. He immediately told someone to pick up after him, like, all right, he's tired. Then I got the notification that he was ruled out for hamstring injury in the second quarter, early second quarter. Not good. And it uh, turns out it's a multi-week thing. However, they are not placing him on IR at the moment. They're hopeful. The Panthers coaching staff, Matt Rule, head coach, is hopeful that they will be back in under three weeks, which means one to two weeks. Hopeful. What? In the meantime, hopefully you had his handcuff. Which is Royce Freeman. Um, oh. <clears throat> Trouble Hubbard. Oh. Yeah. You have his handcuff, Mason? Yeah. Um, if I can rant for a second. Go All for right. it. This is yet another reason 
my Thursday night football fucking sucks because players don't have time to get rest up adequately in between games. But on Sunday, I just not have time to recover. I don't care how good of an athlete you are. Um, also, first round pick, unless if McCaffrey's out for more than three weeks, and also, you know, if he underperforms now, first round pick or uh, first overall pick confirmed cursed, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Right? Because, I mean, we said there's no way the same guy can get hurt two years in a row. Yeah. Here we are. Oh, I will say, if it's just two weeks, he can still finish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And do very well for you, get you to the playoffs, exactly. perform in the playoffs. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. There was a there was a possibility it was gonna be six weeks, in which case, yeah, that that's fucked. But in which case I would have killed myself. I well, mean, it's uh, still possible. But... Yeah, I, yeah, you could you could get hurt again too when he comes back. Or it could so. just be worse than they think, and yeah, it's just a nagging thing, never goes right. away. Right. Or we cannot think about that and say. Or we could not think about good. that. Yeah, positive thoughts. Positive Hubbard. Manifest. Question for you, Mason. You think Chubba Hubbard is going to be uh, better than Mike Davis was last year? Uh, I mean, Mike, look. He was elite. Chubba Hubbard, in the limited time that he had, played pretty well. So, but also against the Texans. Uh, so, you know, uh, remains to be seen. Obviously, very small sample size. If, you know, if we extrapolate what he did, in like three quarters, he would have finished with like 13, 12 points, somewhere around there. So not bad. That's, you know, RB2 shit, but obviously you're looking for RB1 stuff. Um, I mean, it's a stopgap. Might be able to get you by. So that's all you need at this point. That's all I yeah. need. All right. Some uh, positivity towards Chubba Hubbard. Uh, S-tier name, by the way. Yeah. Well, we hope that Chubba gets doubles. Yeah. That's what we're trying to push. But Mason, you got to win. Got to win. You got to get dubs for yeah, Chubba. Win, baby, win. It would be easier for that to happen if uh, Damien Harris didn't shit the bet on me. Once again, we'll talk about that later. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. Lost a happy. Um, also, <laughs> also, hoping that it's not pronounced Chuba. Not sure yet. No, Chuba, can't Chuba Huber? Chuba Huber. That's like Mushmouth. Can't be. Chuba. I don't I'm care. Pronouncing yeah. it Chuba Hubbard. Right. doesn't matter. Just like it's a tie Now, No. Nope. Uh, it's got to be. It's either Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Huber. It can't be Chuba Hubbard. And it can't be Chuba You don't Huber. think so? No. It's got to be one or the other. You got to have the same sound. Because if, no. you're, a, if you're a parent... Why would you do that? Why would you not have the rhyming? If you're going to name him Chuba and your last name's Hubbard, I mean, you're not going to name him, oh, yeah, Chuba Hubbard. That doesn't make sense. It, it, yeah, you kind of have to pause to say it because it's right. not natural. you got to, like, think Although, I would agree with you guys, but there is someone who was in the NFL formerly whose name was Sharice. So <laughs> let's uh, pump the brakes um, Although set our expectations. I'm, so I'm looking at his name. And his first name is 1B. The second is 2B. So yeah, Hubbard is 2Bs is Hubbard. 1B is Chuba. Whatever. Like a tuba. And I, I'm unfortunately, I think that's the correct pronunciation, but that doesn't matter. No, 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 no. 
I refuse to believe it because and it actually does matter because now if I if his name's Chuba, he's gonna suck. If it's pronounced Chuba, he is gonna be all time bad. Chuba makes you Luba. Right. Um, he's well, we'll see what the announcers say on Sunday. But anyway, yeah, McCaffrey's missing a couple of weeks at the very least. That's unfortunate, but it's because he went first in our draft. So until next yeah. year. All right, what other news we got? Uh, Juju Smith Schuster left Sunday's game with a rib injury. Oh, he's considered day to day. That whole offense has been looking like dog water. Yeah, Big Ben stinks. Yeah, I blame it on yeah. him. Uh, one bright spot is Najee Harris kind of coming into his own right now after week three. Um, yeah, yeah, he's been looking, he's been serviceable, he's been doing living up to his draft position. When Deontay Johnson plays, uh, he's been doing pretty well. But Big Ben, just one touchdown in each game. Not going to cut it with all the mouths to feed. Yeah. Pittsburgh. It's almost like he's a fat rapist, allegedly. It's almost like like his spoon isn't big enough to fill all the mouths. No, I think his arm is just a noodle now. Or maybe he's just keeping the spoon in his mouth a little too long. To Mason's point of him being fat. Oh, I was gonna say, is that a fat joke? <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. But yes, yeah, sometimes you think he's he's immobile and he just can't do it, but yet he doesn't. I don't and then know. he'll have a forty-point week. Yeah, I don't know. What's up with Deontay Johnson? You got any news on that? We'll get there. Oh, it's which means no, that. I don't have anything on oh, okay. <laughs> cool. uh, What James White guys? Slipping Jimmy, man. Light a candle. He suffered a, oh God, a subluxation of the hip during yesterday's game. The injury knocks him out indefinitely. Um, He's got to go through tests, but IR looks like it's probably where he's going to be. Indefinitely is not something good. Josh Gordon, he's back again. He's okay. being reinstated. And he's playing to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Josh Gordon. He already signed with them, I think. Yeah. Did you say Josh Gordon? No, Cush uh, Gordon. Oh, sorry. Cush. Yeah. Gordon. He, he, he passed his physical and, and signed the contract yep. with the Chiefs. So Practice there you squad, go. I think. It's funny. Um, good friend of the pod, actually former guest on the pod, Devin Clements. Uh, he actually works. Um, for a different company now, not SI anymore. And I would just watch a YouTube video of him talking to ESPN analyst Field Yates um, about possible sleepers and stuff like that. But Josh Gordon's name came up. What the f- I'm sorry. You got something to say? No, I'm sorry. I, I opened my phone and a video started playing. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Uh, Tentacle porn. Yeah. Big mommy milkers. Yep. Um, Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Uh, mommy, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> um, what? <laughs> I, know. I just lost my train of thought. Fucking. I would have too. I think you were saying how. Uh... <laughs> Josh Gordon. Oh yeah, Josh Gordon's the breast. I mean, best. <laughs> Fuck. God Fuck. Damn you. Damn it. All right, base. Take five. Oh, um, Josh Gordon being on the Chiefs. 
from an NFL perspective, it's a low risk for the Chiefs. Why not? The only pass catchers yeah. that are relevant in that offense are Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. You can add someone else who – and Josh Gordon's not going to be 2012 Josh Gordon. We all know that. But he can be better than the next guy up. Who apparently, it's, you know, you roll Hardman the dice. And and Pringle. It's be Hardman, Pringle, Robinson, fucking Blake Bell, Clyde. It can be anybody. I have a question. Why the fuck is Byron Pringle playing football when he obviously has the inheritance of the fucking chip company? Maybe he likes the game. But like CTE, and he's still a multi-billionaire, right? Um, he didn't make it on the news segment, so I don't know. Well, I guess we'll never know then. Are we still on Josh Gordon? Kush Gordon? I was trying to be, and then we had to bring up Byron Pringle. Sorry. <laughs> um, from a fantasy standpoint, uh, if you want to, in a deep league, stash him. See what he can do. Can't hurt. I.E. Souza. It's better than fucking no. picking up and dropping the same guys you've been rotating on your team for the past three weeks. Uh, Souza. <clears throat> Anyways. Come on. Um, <laughs> That's Panaggio. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Only time will tell. But, I mean, one of the best offenses to be on in the league. If he's going to shine anywhere, why not Kansas City? Yeah, it only helps Mahomes. And I mean, like, Watkins was there as, like, that type of same that same type of guy where he could be the two. But nothing ever happened except for week one. So, we'll see. We'll see if he even lasts in the league. Anyway, Marlon Mack, remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he had an Achilles tear last year that got him out of the season. Now he's fully healthy, but it's the Jonathan Taylor show and the Hines show. And he's mutually agreed with the team to seek a trade offer. So Marlon Mack, fresh legs, somewhat fresh Achilles, could be on a new team and relevant. It's possible. Maybe he'll go to the Texans and with that shit show. What team? Or, what team would you like to see Marlon Mack on? That's a good question. I guess it's too, to, I guess it's too good of a question. None of us have answers. Yeah, because you don't want him to get muddy. Like you don't want to get a like muddy water with three running backs or something. Like. Let's be honest. He'll probably get traded to the 49ers to add to that bullshit. And then he'll he'll take one step on the field and his leg will disintegrate and then he'll be out for the season. Yep. Because for some reason they don't know how to condition running backs in San Francisco. <clears throat> That's true. Well, so we'll watch out for him. Um John oh, Jesus, I said John. Rob Gronkowski, he got hurt a little bit this weekend. John with his ribs but he had x-rays today or yesterday and they came back clean so gronk that tough sob should be back uh this week hopefully but just be careful because he is a little bit banged up i mean there's no way he's missing the return to foxborough that's that too that's that's a good point um Daryl Henderson didn't play this week, but they are hopeful that Henderson will be back this week in week four. No, it didn't stop Sony Michelle from getting almost 10 points, though. That's right. <clears throat> Sorry. 
was a little salty about that. AJ Brown oh. has a strained hamstring. Mm. Fucked you this week with no production before he left the game. And he's expected to be week to week. Oh, God. You don't like to hear that. So. You know who benefits from that the most? Julio Jones. Julio Jones. You know yeah. who's on who Julio Jones' team? Uh, what team Julio Jones is on? I, don't oh. know, I can't speak English. Take a right. guess. Oh, here's yeah. The thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Right now, Jake's one and two. Okay, it could be worse. He could be three and zero. He could have the number two receiver in the league in Mike Williams. Oh wait, he does, but he's not three and zero. He could have Julio Jones, and he does, but he's not three and oh, he's he's mm-hmm. on the same playing field as I am right now. We're both one and two. Okay, it's not like he's at the top of the division. It's not like he's just going to keep getting stronger. Now he's got to scratch and claw his way up, especially after losing to Craig. And um, as much as Craig was whining and bitching. About Rabbi Anderson, I already accepted defeat, guys. I don't even. All I care about is the Kansas City Chiefs today. That's all I care because Robbie Anderson fucked me. That, that's basically what I heard from the hours of 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday. And then, see, oh, West guys are gonna lose. Then it turns out, yeah. If I gotta watch them turn the ball over on back-to-back drives, that's all I heard. And it's frustrating. We'll talk about the Chiefs too later. But it always could be worse. Although the good stuff is happening to Fryer right now, it can be worse. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the point I was trying to make. Yeah, that's true. I guess. But. Yeah, Mason's not convinced. Uh, that's all the news I got, though. All right. Uh, that was the news of Susan. Uh... Stellar Stars of the Week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Now, in week three, there were some stars. But there are only three stellar stars, okay? Susie, you want to go first? Sure. All right. I'll go first. Then do it. My Stellar Star of the Week is someone who is close to – Fucking me this week. He's a quarterback, and his name's Josh Allen. Josh Allen shredded his diaper like Forrest Gump running through his leg braces, and he dropped 37 fantasy points in our league, which is four points per touchdown. Uh, I think he was definitely over 40 if he had six points per touchdown. He threw for 358 yards. He only had nine rushing yards. But he still had a rushing touchdown. Didn't matter. A rushing touchdown on top of four passing touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero fumbles. He played like he did last year when he finished as a number one quarterback. You haven't seen it past two weeks. 17 points week one, 16 points week two. And then he dropped 37. That's what you like to see from Josh Allen. He is my stellar star of the week. Very good. I like that. Mason. All right. Um, so as much as uh Julio Jones, you know, his his uh I guess you could say resurgence a little bit, you know. I not really though. I mean, 
he's he's been okay. But one point is right. Uh, you know, Jake doesn't need the help because he has this guy on his team, Mike Williams. Now let me tell you something. Every let year, something. let me tell you something. Uh, every <laughs> year, Mike Williams is always touted as this guy. He's gonna break out. He's gonna break out. He's gonna break out. He's gonna break out. This is what his fourth season, third. He's uh, I think fourth. This is yeah. I think it's his fourth fourth year. Yeah. Right. Fourth season. Right. Now you're thinking, take this guy. Fifth season. Fifth season. Fifth, fifth season. season. The guy's fucking. He's the wide receiver. Uh, he's the Eric Ebron of wide receivers. Fifth yeah, season. He was drafted 119th Oof. by Jake. You think you're taking a flyer on this guy? Like, oh yeah, he's supposed to be good. And of course, because this motherfucker saw, he got the notification on his motherfucking iPhone saying that he got drafted by Jacob Fryer in Westport, Massachusetts, or wherever the fuck Jake lives now. <laughs> Mike Williams said, shoot me up with fucking HGH, bro. I ain't getting hurt this year. And this motherfucker has been having the season of his life so far. <clears throat> Capped off by a week three where he scored 29.7 <laughs> fantasy points, right? Oh. Fucking seven receptions on nine targets, 122 yards, and two big-ass fucking fuck-you TDs to everybody in the league yep. who passed them up, thinking, <laughs> oh, oh, was- yeah, who the fuck looks at Mike Williams and go, oh, yeah, fifth year is the charm, Jake, that's who, and it doesn't fucking matter. Dude, Sorry. Sorry. Like, you look at Mike Williams, and here's the thing. Mike Williams usually kills Kansas City. So it's not too out of the ordinary where he has a good game, but this was a fucking stellar game. And it's not like it's just out of the blue. It's not like he had five points week one, you know, fucking four points week two. Nope. Touchdowns in every game. The minimum is 18 points. Okay, 18.2 week one, 18.6 week two, 29 point fucking seven. He is the wide receiver two in the league behind number one. And uh, Cooper Cup has been killing it in three weeks. That's mind-blowing to me. Um, yeah. The funniest part about it is that uh, Mason's got his handcuff. Yeah, I have his handcuff. <laughs> oh, Keaton Allen. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. The dude has 12 targets week one, 10 targets week two, nine targets week three. It's unreal. And I, I just ran some numbers. I did some mathematics. And so far, through three weeks this year, he has already reached just about 50% of his total fantasy points of last year and the year before that. 50% of those points of all his production last year, yeah. he has in three games. Beat me to the punch, dude. We must have opened up the same fucking web page because I was literally just about to say the same thing. Um, this motherfucker, this is just further evidence that Jake has the motherfucking Midas touch Whatever he touches turns to gold, and it's not fair. But he's one and two. I don't care <laughs> if he's one and two. Oh, I don't care. God. Um, <laughs> Give a single shit, okay? Because no, here's what's going to happen. Mike Williams was his fifth receiver on his bench. Now that he has the best wide receiver in the league behind – um, he's going to be able to trade someone like Ridley or, or Claypool and get someone like Nick Chubb and fill the hole he has as running back too. And then he's going to end up 
Uh, 12 and 2, Glenn. Yeah. 12 and 2. Yep. Yeah, and then know. that's weird. You said he has a whole RB2, but I'm looking at Trey Sermon. He got 10 points. Oh, come on. I'm so, <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, but Mitchell is back and he seems to be the guy over Sermon. But hey, this is Fryer, and he's probably gonna be the one guy who's not gonna get hurt the whole year. Yep, 100%. Actually, you know what? I'm holding on to Trey Sermon because I have him in another. I have another. I, I have him in another. Oh, oh, don't so, drop him. No, I'm Hold not. To I'm starting him the rest of the every time Jake starts him, I'm starting him. Motherfucker. So, so you guaranteed at least 10 points. It's literally the <laughs> immovable object versus the unstoppable <laughs> force right now. Yeah. The Midas touch of Jake versus the shit touch of Mason. I have what the, will I have happen to Trey Sermon for the rest of the You need to touch. draft his team in one league and just. Make well, the problem is we moves. always draft in this fucking league uh, late. So, Souza, when you're commissioner, you better make the draft early. I'll do that. <laughs> um, I'll take bribes. One more, thing about Mike Williams. <laughs> One more thing about Mike Williams before I say my stellar star is uh, his last touchdown, completely fucking unnecessary. Absolutely really? unnecessary. Yeah. Dude, they were driving down the field Oh yeah, in a tied game. Was it tied over there? Down by one? No, it was, do, it was tied. It was all tied. they had to do was fucking sit on the ball. They'd have and the last possession goal. and kick a field goal to win. Fucking Herbert says, Mikey, Jake needs a little more points. There you go. No, it was like the last two plays were straight to Mike Williams when there was only 30 seconds left on the clock. Dude. Threw it Don't. to him like, okay, why aren't we running? Why aren't we kneeling? Right, like, Second play, fade to Mike Williams in the end zone. Right. Like what? So uh, whatever, Mike Williams. Because freaking Jake texted Herbert. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Herbert, he is my stellar star of the week because oh, nice segue. Because Justin Herbert in a big game against the reigning defending AFC champion, we're now one and two, much like Jake Fry and myself. Um, he went off four total touchdowns, two hundred and eighty-one yards. A two-point passing conversion and 16 rushing yards, totaling at 30.84 fantasy points. Um, this is the Herbert that you wanted to see. Okay, first two weeks, you got 13-point Herbert. You got 14-point Herbert. Last year, we saw that Herbert has potential to be a top-five fantasy QB. This week, he was a top-five fantasy QB. Um, obviously, having Mike Williams helps. And playing against Kansas City's bum-ass defense helps. Mm. But, um, yeah, he's my stellar star. And that was Stellar Stars of the Week. Brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. You know what time it is, folks. You guys know your, what time. Uh, for those in your car, roll up your windows. Um, for those in headphones... Turn it down. Turn the volume down. Turn the volume right the fuck down, baby. If they, if you are eating or operating heavy machinery, I suggest swallowing or turning off the machine altogether. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I, I suggest swallowing. Finish swallowing. Spitters or quitters. Your food. Finish swallowing your drink. Turn off the car. Mm-hmm. Turn off the forklift and wait for Mason to finish. No, also swallow if you're if you're getting that pipe right now. Swallow. He said, he said swallow and wait for Mason to finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
No, 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 no I don't no. think that was the that was the proper order. My wife. Oh, clip that one, baby. We, need, we just that. need sound bites out of context. Stellar, stellar. I recommend you swallow and wait for that's definitely one. Yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, we kind of went back and forth. Uh, actually, so yeah, just a disclaimer. We kind of went back and forth on this one. But anyway, without further ado, it's time for the. What do you say when you stub your toe, guys? Uh, I say ouch. Owie? No, that's not what you say. What you say is fuck of the week. <laughs> Brought to you by PB and J Lou. Nice. Gonna get fucked. Might as well use lube. Um. So yeah, we kind of went back and forth on this a little bit. Uh, ultimately, we decided on none other than the tight end for the Detroit Lions, T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, one big cock hawk. Unfortunately, was small cock hawk this week. Hmm. Uh, definitely kept it in his pants. So you know, first few games, I think a lot of people hyped up. Hawkinson this year, uh, he's obviously performed very well through the first two seasons with 20, uh, first two weeks rather, with 21.7 and 16.6 points in weeks one and two respectively. However, last week against Baltimore's uh, defense, he only had two receptions for 10 yards, finishing with two points. Uh, And, you know, I think Obviously, where he, he was drafted pretty high, uh, his ADP was pretty high, and that's kind of unacceptable for where you drafted him. You need him to get you at least 10 points. So, also, also unacceptable after the expectation he set in the first two weeks. You're like, yep. holy shit, this guy who I drafted as a top five tight end, he's playing right up there with the best tight ends in the game. He's playing like uh, someone who's putting up low-end wide receiver one numbers. He was showing his cock. It was huge. That's why we call him Big Cock Hawk. It like was. We, like, after two weeks, like, he was slinging that thing, like, over his shoulder. That's how big it was. This week, it was um, – you couldn't find it. Two he points. went in the pool, had some shrinkage. Yep. But, hey, this happens sometimes. You can't be elite every single week. Nope. Happens Especially the best of us. Tight end position, unless you're Kelsey oh. or something. And, I mean, he's on the Lions. You got to give him – you gotta expect some of these to happen. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, also, honorable mention is uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who yeah. like, don't have his exact stats up right now, but uh, uh, I think he only got three point two points, three point six, oh, three point six and a half points. Yeah, three receptions had... for twenty one yards. I enjoyed is this your that. segment, Souza. I can read. Oh. oh. You said you didn't have it in front of you. I was trying to. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Oh shit! Yes, because it it wasn't. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say honorable, honorable mention. Uh, Damian Harris. Fuck you. That was fuck the Patriots. Yeah, fuck the Patriots. Before we move on from Hopkins, I just want to say it wasn't his week because instead it was AJ Green's week. Five for one hundred and twelve yards. In Christian Kirk, yeah, I guess Christian Kirk. seven for one hundred and four. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> Over two hundred yards went to AJ Green and Christian Kirk. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Uh, outlier week, but AJ Green, I think, has been AJ a lot Green. Hey, last last week he had eleven point nine. This week fourteen point seven. 
And he's still that's, not as good. That's a good those are and good flex numbers. And he's still not as good as Christian Kirk. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say AJ Green, as good as he's been playing, uh, isn't as good as two wide receivers in front of him. And right, possibly right. by the end of the year, uh, the rookie, explosive rookie, who I just traded for, by the way, with Mr. Amber, mm-hmm. all the guy I just faced, nobody made a peep about it, which I like. Um, Rondell Moore, mm-hmm. kid's explosive. They find a way to get him involved. Last week wasn't his week. Last week was the week of A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. And an offense like the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray's going to be running the show. He's going to be the consistent one. You expect DeAndre Hopkins from where you drafted him to be also second consistent. After that, you didn't really know. They got A.J. Green. Christian Kirk's doing his thing through three weeks, but it's going to change. The way the offense works in Arizona is much like the offense in Kansas City, much like the offense in Dallas. Different guys are going to go off every single week. Um, It's just a matter of who you can put all your chips on. My chips are still on DeAndre Hopkins. I put a little bit of investment in Rondell Moore just because they like using him in that offense. The running backs, fuck them. If I had to pick one, it's Chase Edmonds. I just traded James Conner, and I'm not saying that, you know, I owned him and I started him on the wrong weeks. He got two touchdowns last week, which is good. And that's his ceiling. Stealing goal line carries, vulturing two touchdowns from either Kyler Murray or Chase Edmonds. That's the best that James Conner will be is what he was last week. Yeah, And I I can say that with confidence. As far as other guys in that offense, they're going to go as Kyler goes. And Kyler is looking like not only the MVP of the league, but a fantasy MVP. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's my two cents on uh, Cardinals. Back to the Patriots and Damian Harris. Uh, First of all, wrap up fuck of the week, Mason. Uh, Yeah, that was fuck of the week. Brought to you by PB&J. Fuck, you might as well use the yeah, fuck the Patriots. Because mm. in another league where I faced Mr. Matt Souza, I lost oh. by one point because Damian Harris decided to do nothing. And I had to watch Brandon Bolden continue to butt fuck the offensive line at the line of scrimmage and not even fall forward for any yardage. And I'm like, why are you giving the ball to Brandon Bolden when Damian Harris is clearly the best runner? It's in your because... Team? Harris felt bad that I started James White and he was injured. So it wouldn't have been fair if you benefited with Harris when I had White. Um, yeah. Glenn's so thinking. Glenn's thinking. No, no. I'm right, glad so... you said that because that clears it up for me. And now I can sleep tonight because you said oh, that. Thank you. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Mason. No, Make yeah. Just, uh, incredibly frustrating. Um, you know, I don't really understand what the point is of having Damien Harris or you know, the running game in general, I, I don't get it. Um, you know, you have, you have rookies that looked good or not rookies anymore. JJ Taylor's not a, not a rookie anymore, but you had, you had him. You had uh, Mon, Amandre Stevenson. Is that his name? It's Ramondre. Ramondre. Ramondre Stevenson, who Charles. also, who also looked good in the preseason as well. So you have all these guys, younger guys, Brandon Bolden is like, a 10-season special team guy who's paid way too much fucking money to do what literally any shit bum working in fucking Foot Locker who played high school football can do, okay? They pay that guy way too much money. So Bill Belichick occasionally has these games where he has to justify paying him money, I guess, 
or some shit, and they have them run for an entire half. Okay, I get the Saints scored that early touchdown in the second half off of that pick six. Horrendous uh, pick six, by the way. Um, shouldn't have happened. Um, John U. Smith's fault. Yeah, John U. Smith's fault. I don't know what the fuck that guy's doing. Absolute bum as well. Catch the ball. Hit you right in the fucking hand, you stiff. Okay? <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's just incredibly frustrating that, like, you know, Sure. If you think if you think Damian Harris doesn't have it that day, then go with JJ Taylor or go with fucking Ramondre Stevenson. Why the fuck are you running Brandon Bolden into the offensive line over and over again? It's not working. Use a player that is more dynamic. Okay. You know who was dynamic? Cam Newton. He sucks too, bro. I, I was going to – I'm going to bring him up in a second. Oh, why? The only thing I could say would be that Stevenson might have still been in the doghouse from fumbling, I think, uh, week one or something. And Taylor probably didn't have uh, his legs ready. So, they decided to, to get Bolden out there. He's probably already been warmed up and ready from special teams. Uh, that doesn't explain why Harris wasn't used. Thank you. Yeah, but, exactly. No, I hear you there. But that's that's just that's just the Patriot way, you know. You can. When was the last time you could ever trust a Patriots running back? Yeah, well, the Patriot way fucking sucks. The Garrett Blunt broke the, the fucking Blunt, touchdown record when he had eleven carries from the one yard line and getting him eighteen touchdowns in the year. Yeah, you can still count on him though. No, I know. What were you gonna but, say about Cam Newton? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, and I, I was going to ask you guys, and you need to answer this honestly, and I'm really talking to you, Mason. Do you think the Patriots would look better up till now if they had Cam Newton instead of Mac Jones? No. Really? I disagree. The problem that they're – the problem isn't specifically with Mac Jones. I think the problem is with the coaching. Because for whatever reason, whenever the Patriots but get Bill. into the – Bill fucking sucks. He's overrated. Uh. Wait, what are people going to – the evidence is clear, okay? Tom Brady left. He went to a team that, yes, had talent, but they finished 7-9 and nine the year before, okay? Tom Brady went in there, turned them into a 12-14. and 14. They won the fucking – or 11-5. They won the Super Bowl his first year, okay? If Brady was here with player and personnel, figured out the exact same way. Okay, Brady was here, they would be better than what they are now. Okay, like if Belichick walked and Brady was here instead, but the personnel was the exact same of what it is right now, they'd be better. It would be a better team. And I have no No. doubt in my mind that they would be better. With Brady, of course. Because Brady is is the mayonnaise on a shit sandwich. But at the end of the day, still a shit sandwich. And right now, it's just there's no mayonnaise. It's just two pieces of bread and a piece of shit. That's the Patriots. So to say that obviously the Patriots are worse off without Brady, sure. But that's because the team is a pile of shit. And uh, the team isn't a pile of shit, though. You went out and you spent a shit ton of fucking money to make your team better. By adding Nelson Aguilar oh. and adding Kendrick Bourne oh and adding fucking John Smith like and Hunter wide Henry. Wide receiver threes on other teams. Uh, 
And they're not. Jonah Smith and Hunter Henry are supposed to be two of the best tight ends in football, especially uh, Hunter Henry. And it's no, it's listen. Patriots, in my opinion, are still. That's early. It's only been three weeks. They're still a wild card team. I'm not leaving out faith for them. Okay, They're still a wild card team. In the two games that they lost. First game against Miami, two turnovers away from winning that game. The Harris fumble and the Stevenson fumble. That doesn't happen. Patriots win that game. Okay? I don't think Miami's that much of a better team than they are. Saints, I can't figure out yet because they fucking – they caught the Packers on a bad week, week one. Then they lose to – they got the doors fucking blown off last week by who? The Panthers. The Panthers. The Panthers are 3-0. and And then this yeah, week, they so come into Gillette, and you're thinking Patriots, after facing the Jets, get a little momentum. You face the Saints, and it was just more of the same. I think Saints' defense is better than what people give them credit for. Uh, but Patriots, I mean, Max a rookie. It's his third game as a starter. I think to this point, if, if you had Cam Newton through three weeks, you'd be getting better offensive production. That's just a just fact. I think Cam Newton, after a year under his belt with the Patriots system, through three games into this season, would be better than Mac Jones in his first three games. That's just – That's what I'm saying, too. Over long term, I understand. You want to have Mac Jones if you're a Patriots fan because Cam Newton, who knows what he has left, whether it's this year or a year after, blah, blah, blah. Long term, it's Mac Jones. But right now, how far is Mac Jones going to get you? I think it's a wild card spot. I still got to see better play from Mac Jones. I still got to see, you know, better play from the Patriots O-line. I got to see better play from their defense, too. Um, I don't know. But uh, that's basically it. I, I, I think you can't, you can't shit on Bill for what's happened the past two seasons. Oh, no, I definitely can. When that's you what push Bucks the greatest me. quarterback in the history of the game out the fucking door. Give me a break <laughs> give you a break what do you Here mean give you a break how can uh, you look at me in the face and say that he didn't push brady out of the door here's the thing it, it, it's a thing to where you know what you have you've won six super bowls eventually you got to think if i'm belichick what's my end game here do i continue with tom brady until however long he goes because the, the season before they got rid of brady they were a wild card team, and they got fucking knocked out in embarrassing fashion by the Tennessee Titans. That's as far as you were getting with Tom Brady on that team. You could add other pieces around him, but you kind of peaked at what you had. Gronk wasn't coming back to New England. Julian Edelman's on his way out. Obviously, Tom Brady doesn't want to work with these receivers that you have on the team. So as a GM, Bill's got to get the personnel around him. As a coach, how are you going to blame Belichick for what they did last year? And, I mean, how they're starting this year with a rookie quarterback. It's, it's too soon to judge Bill on what he's done. That's what I'm saying. It's got to take some time before you realize the greatness of Bill Belichick and him as a coach. If Bill gets back to the playoffs this year with a rookie quarterback, how are you going to fault Bill as a coach? I Does mean, make sense? We're, not, we're not there yet, though. He hasn't made the playoffs yet. From what we've seen, the deep, two things he's supposed to excel in is, is the defense 
right? Or the thing he's supposed to excel in is defense. He's a defensive coach or whatever the fuck. The defenses look like shit, okay? They have they they signed Matt Judon. They spent all this they spent all this money, which is also an indictment on him as a GM. Okay? He's drafted like shit and put them in this situ put hit them in this situation where Brady didn't have anybody around him. Because every, from what? 2014 to even even last year, none of the draft picks that they've had in the first three rounds has been a hit. No, every single one has been a bust. Every single one. You can't go out and substitute signing people when you don't have literally anything coming in the pipeline as far as developing players go. And that's that's where Bill fucked up too. So yes. This not only did he push Brady out of the door, but he also didn't have a plan, which was evidenced by them signing Cam Newton last year. So it's his fault. But they, dra- but they drafted Mac Jones this year to be your quarterback in the future. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they had to do it this year. They weren't being proactive. They were being reactive. That's what I'm saying. Being proactive is when he went and got Jimmy G in 2014. That was being proactive. Now, I think what happened was Bill said to himself, Brady's going to cave. He's going to come back. I'm going to fucking call his bluff. And he called his bluff and Brady left. That's what happened. It's his fault. I'm just saying, as a coach, you can't shit on Bill. As a GM, I agree with the draft picks. I agree with constructing a team and not giving Brady any help. Um, but I mean, to say fuck Bill is like without Bill Belichick, it, it's a combination of Belichick and Brady for the success of the New England Patriots. You can't just simply say fuck Bill Belichick. That's like saying fucking, it's like saying fuck David Ortiz. You just can't say that. Um, well, I think we can clearly say that the distribution of the pie is clearly in more squares to Brady than the bill in my opinion that's all i'll leave it at that but in conclusion the defenses look like shit and the play calling has been absolutely horrendous in the red zone so i would like them i would like to see them take the reins off jones in the red zone a little bit he's being a little bit too conservative for me i don't want him to be another fucking out Al- i don't want him to be alex smith you know be careful with the ball but you know when you got to put your nuts on the table put your nuts on the table don't keep doing fucking five yard outs, you know. I mean, we've yeah. seen it. He's made good throws, but it, you know, it's just um, it's early, three weeks. We'll revisit this at week eight, week nine, when we see a bigger sample size in New England Patriots and of Mac Jones. Um, see if he gets more comfortable. See if he stinks more. I don't know. Um, yeah. I want to talk about the Cowboys for a second before we move on to. Um, Picks can pick them. And before sizzling hot takes. Uh, but just to wrap up the Patriots, Sunday night football came this past weekend. It was a great game between the Packers and the 49ers. And um, Aaron Rodgers, give him too much time, 37 seconds, too much time. As a Cowboys fan, I know that. After the game was over, they dropped a promo. For next Sunday night's game, the return 
and Joe Brady, Joe Belichick, Brady's first game back in Foxborough, Gillette Stadium, the place that Brady built. And I was like, damn, like this is like, this is like game of the year potential. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, the Patriots stink. I was they're like, they're going to get the doors blown off. Yeah, they are. They're and getting I, their asses wet. And I hope like Bray doesn't like let off the gas, even if they're up 40. And, nope. here's, the th- and here's the thing, like, so as that as that happening, and we'll talk about this when we do pick skin picking. Um, but obviously, if you're Tom Brady, and things already came out today with like interviews and stuff. He knows how the fucking wind blows. He's ready for everything. All right, all right, all right. It's easy when you got fucking Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Brock, and the defense that you have. So let's settle oh, down Brown. a little bit, right? Um, if you're the Patriots, I mean, this is this is ultimate bulletin board material because nobody in America thinks you have a fucking chance at home. This is a moment where a guy like Mac Jones can start to create his legend. If Mac Jones pulls out a victory against Tom Brady and his return home, <laughs> bro, the sports hub would be, the lines would be blowing the up. The narrative, <laughs> it just writes itself. <laughs> Yeah, dude, who's your quarterback now? I'll I'm say, dude. Tampa. I mean, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But no, this probably is, not. But this is the thing. The Patriots have nothing to lose. Everybody knows that they're mm-hmm. supposed to lose this game because Tampa Bay is Super Bowl champion. Tampa Bay is the better team on paper. Tampa Bay is just simply the better team. But they that got would be a big to lose. And in the NFL, it's any given Sunday. I'm starting yeah. to talk myself into picking the Patriots. I know, right? And then um, you never know. No like chance. Bill could do Bill could do something crazy. There's a theory out there, Mason was saying, that Bill's been saving his playbook for this week. Jesus. That's from other people, not from me. <laughs> I, I'm saying I've heard people call into the sports on that. In my first reaction is, are you fucking stupid? First of all, I've been hearing that shit about Bill Belichick <laughs> saving the playbook for I the fucking playoffs. Like, what? Why would you every week you're trying to win? Why would you save the playbook? Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, I don't know. All right, back to a good team. Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? You guys watched the game last night? No. I actually didn't. Oh, all oh, right, because you know, you guys don't have any fantasy stake in it. You guys um don't like supporting America, so you don't like I watching don't... America's team. I was on busy last night. Right. You're right. I hate America. Right. Jesus. He's getting as bad as Susan right now. Um, <laughs> am, I, am I bad? Yeah. No, I didn't watch it, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, because I was going up against you in that other league where you had three Cowboy players, that's one thing I can't do. I like football, but I love fantasy. And if yeah. I'm if there's a game that I don't have anyone in but my opponent does, I can't watch it. I'm not going to sit there and just be in agony all night watching right. my opponent it's like, play. It's like you love football, but not as much as you hate cock and ball torture. Yeah, yeah, good good way to put it. Um, uh, Cowboys showed up. Dak's first home game since the injury. Um, here's the thing I, I want to discuss, too. Cowboys are great. Eagles look like shit. I don't know, and I'm trying to – like, the whole game, I'm trying to piece this together. I'm like, Cowboys look fucking good. 
I'm like, wait a minute, are the Eagles just this bad? And here's the thing, I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy, you know this. He looked like dog ass. Dog ass. Through at yep. least the first three and a half quarters. Dog ass. Um, defense. Like the, like the Eagles were so bad, they were making me believe in the Cowboys' defense. Trayvon Diggs, a pick in each of the three games, uh, is playing awesome. Yeah. He's been Cow- showing people out. Right. Cowboys. Um, you got Zeke, who was a touchdown away from my sizzling hot take. He had over 100 total yards, two touchdowns, just missed one. And my sizzling hot take would have been spot on. Tony Damn. P does his thing. And the passing game, again, like I said, with the good big-time offenses, it's going to be someone different every week. C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper didn't do much. Uh, Dalton Schultz was the guy who caught two touchdowns from Dak Prescott. Dak should have had four total touchdowns, but they um, – didn't give him a QB sneak call, which one, I don't know how you not call that a touchdown. Um, and two, I don't know how you don't overturn it just based on the camera angle, but whatever. Um, it was good to be a Cowboys fan last night. My biggest takeaway, actually two big takeaways. Um, if the Cowboys don't win the NFC East by at least three games, I'm going to be upset because do three weeks of football, the Eagles, the Washington football team, and the New York Giants fucking suck. Like, just watching them is bad. Everyone who was so high on the Washington football team and their defense, what the fuck are they doing? Their defense can't yeah. stop a fucking nosebleed right now. Obviously, they lose Fitzpatrick in the start of the season. Sucks. You have Heineke, who's filling in. I get that. But even with Fitzpatrick, is this team going to be that much better? I don't know. The Giants lost to the Falcons. And I picked the Falcons to win, guys. Oh, yeah. Giants stink. I know. And then, obviously, we saw what happened with the Eagles last night. And the Eagles only win being over the Falcons so far after three games. Mm, right. You know, you know that um, that meme of, like, the three-headed dragon, like the Hydra? It's, like, two mean-looking <laughs> yeah. heads, and then there's a goofy one. It's the opposite, where it's just, like, three goofy heads, which is the, the Giants football team. <laughs> And the Eagles, and then it's the Cowboys as the actual impressive team. And then through three games, just the eye test. You, you watch the Cowboys games. And a game like last week against the Chargers in the past, I felt like it's a game that they would have lost. Um, Monday night, you come out and make a statement against a division rival and who I think could be the biggest threat to win the NFC East. You fucking blow the doors off. Um, excited for the Cowboys to face Carolina this weekend, who is 3-0. and Take it as you will with a grain of salt. Is Carolina for real? We don't know. We'll find out this weekend. Another takeaway I want to talk about, as good as I think the Cowboys are and the potential they have to be, this team, and I hate to say it because I am a Cowboys fan, this team is not going to make it all the way because of one man, Mike McCarthy. At the end of the first half, again, and I've seen this in three straight games, in some games last year, the clock management is the most piss poor shit I have ever seen in my whole life. You stop the Eagles on fourth down at midfield, fourth and five. You have one timeout with less than a minute left, and the Eagles are down by 13. Why are you not calling the timeout and giving your offense a chance with 55 seconds to at least get in the field goal range and go up 16 going into the half when you know that the Eagles get the ball back? It was like he was afraid that the Eagles were going to go for it. 
And then by the time you say, oh, shit, I should have called timeout. It's already too late. Now it's 30 seconds left and you can't do anything. And, and, and it just blows my mind because as a, 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 as a football fan of the Dallas Cowboys, I'm sitting at home screaming at my television saying, call a timeout, call a timeout, call a timeout. And you just see Mike McCarthy. And literally the ref is next to Mike McCarthy with a whistle acting like he's going to call a timeout. And Mike's just like, no, 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 I'm not going to call a timeout. I'm like, dude, call a fucking timeout. It didn't come back to haunt them. But I'm just saying against great teams as the season comes down to the end and, and if the Cowboys make the playoffs and face good teams again, it's going to be the little things like that that yeah. are going to cost this team. And like I said, through a season and three games, Mike McCarthy has impressed me. And I feel like I'm watching Garrett 2.0. And I hate to say that because I believe in this Dallas Cowboy team. I believe in Dak Prescott. But the head coach is going to play in a role in it and it's going to cost us a game. And it could be a big game towards the end of the season. That's my week three take. As the season goes on, I might be thinking otherwise, but under the Mike McCarthy era, that's what I've noticed. I'm a, I'm a realist. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't believe in them either. It's just the the team's been the team's so good. There's so many good players on that team that they're winning despite of his coaching ability. But like you said, all it takes is that one little decision. That almost happened in week two against the Chargers with clock management. I mean, those are the differences between good teams and great teams. And I got to see more yeah. of it as a season. Yeah, those decisions will, will matter in the playoffs when you're facing the best of the best. Right. And speaking of the Chargers, I can't imagine my team losing to them. I don't know how the Chiefs lost to them. Just want to throw that out there. Are the Chiefs in trouble at the bottom of their division? No. They'll be fun. Mason says no. Broncos aren't going to keep going fucking three. They're what? Broncos are 3-0 and right now, right? Broncos are 3-0. and The Raiders? The Raiders are 3-0? Panthers and Raiders. The hell? I mean, and the, the Chargers are good. I mean, look, is their division difficult? Yes. But the Chiefs oh. have the talent to win that division. Okay? Of course they do. So, and I mean, at worst, they'll make it as a wild card team. I don't think anyone doesn't have them making the playoffs. But here's the thing. We know how the Chiefs can be. Every time they step on the field, they got the best player in the league, Pat Mahomes. As a team who was a Super Bowl champion, you get back to the Super Bowl last year, you get absolutely embarrassed in the Super Bowl. This is the year where you come back, regroup, and say – Fuck you. We're coming back. And through three weeks, they do not look like that. They almost lost week one against the Browns. They were getting embarrassed for three quarters until the Browns choked it away. Week two, they let Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens run right all over them. And then week three, costly turnovers again. And a good team in the L.A. Chargers cost them a game. Kansas City's schedule this year is tough. I'm talking T-U-F-F. If these guys aren't careful, a team like the Chargers, I, the Raiders are 3-0. and It's a, it's not a comfortable 3-0, and but they're 3-0. and You know, it's three games that they won. I think they, I think they're good enough of a team to figure it out and find a way to make the playoffs. Broncos, I agree with you, Mason. I don't, I'm believing them. It's all going to depend on Teddy Tapwater. But it's going to be tough. For the Chiefs, they got to start. Tightening up the screws as the going gets tough. 
because the schedule doesn't get easier. They got question. Yeah. So the division plays their division two yeah. two times each every year. Does every does like the outside division that they play? Uh, or like the other two or for whatever it is, is that the same for all the teams in the division? Like, so in, in other words, are the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers all have the same schedule, just different order? Uh, basically the same schedule. And then they play teams that are out of conference um, in the same division though. So like say if, uh, or, or I'm sorry, within the same conference, but not the same team. So say like, um, Trying to, trying to put this into a scenario. Like, like say maybe if the Chiefs are playing the Patriots, the Raiders could play the Jets, the Chargers could play the Dolphins. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Right. There's, oh, usually, there's usually one diff, um, division that they ro- rotate through as far as their in-conference games. Um, with the 17th game, they added just a random game. The random game, the only random game that comes to mind this year is the Cowboys facing the Patriots. Um, as far as like in the 17th game, because no way that wouldn't happen. Um, I, yeah, so it, it, it's going to be a tough schedule for the whole division based on the teams that they face. But up, up next, Kansas City has – um, is it Green Bay? Kansas City has the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles, the Eagles. In Philly, that In matters. Philly. Then I believe they face Buffalo the following week. Crap, I was only looking at the pickums. Then I think they face I think they face Green Bay the week after. Let me let me let me I got at Philly, home against Buffalo, at Washington, at Tennessee, home against the Giants, home against Green Bay, at it's Las Dallas. Vegas, home against Dallas, bye week week twelve, home against Denver, home against uh the Raiders. At the Chargers, home against Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, and then at Denver, Week 18. It's going to um, it's going to come down to division games. You got to you got simply just got to win your division games if you're the Chiefs. So I think everything else at the end will balance out. If you slip a game to the Raiders, if the Broncos get one, and if the Chargers beat you again, you might be in trouble. Might be in trouble as far as winning the AFC. Might be in trouble as far as winning the division. Um, they're obviously still in the shooting for the playoffs, though, even at one and two. <laughs> Craig's like, are we really talking about the Chiefs not making the playoffs? No, I mean, they're too talented not to, but it's the NFL. Like I said, any given Sunday, a couple wins and losses matter here, and it doesn't help when two of your division teams start out 3-0. and They already got two games on you. I mean, it's a long season, but we're here for the long run. So let's get to – that's it. That's all, that's all we want to talk about as far as any other team. Any, any other takes you want to talk about through week three before we get to pick skin pickums? No. Um, Good. Are you worried about the Falcons? As I know, what? Glenn, you have, you have Kyle Pitts. Are you talking about fantasy? I, fantasy. Are you, talk, are you talking about as a team? Because as a team, they fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they go kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Like, I, I have <sighs> Calvin Ridley as my stellar star of the year. He's been all right. But he's not like dropping twenty, like kind of like he wasn't. He's not doing what he did last year. But yeah, it's still the it's still Matt Ryan. It's still Ridley. 
I mean, it, I think like, I don't Riddler, know what's going on there. I think Riddler would be fine. You put a damper on his expectations that he had. Still, so I don't know if that'll happen just based on the play of Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan kicks it into a groove, has a good month of October and November, starts heating up. I think guys like Ridley will get back to that top five wide receiver spot. I'm not, the jury's not out on Kyle Pitts yet. I mean, this was a disappointing week. A good matchup against the Giants. He wanted him to do more. He showed promise the, past, the first two weeks. As far as my pick is him being the number two tight end, that's far off right now from uh, on week three. But the thing is, he just simply has the potential to do it. It's just as far as Matt Ryan getting the ball. If you're a Kyle Pitts owner like myself, there's nothing. What are you, you going to trade him for? You're not going to get the value you drafted him at. The tight end position is so slim as it is, you're better off just holding on to him and hoping that he emerges as the guy that you thought he was going to be. That's what, that's what I plan on doing. So if anybody wants to offer me trades for Kyle Pitts, I suggest you don't because I'm not going to even acknowledge him. I, I'm not even going to decline him. I'm just going to let him sit there. Oh, so you the say, worst. So you say, oh, well, why don't you answer my trade? Why don't you count it? No, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. I'm not even going to. Because here's the thing. I drafted him for a reason. I believe in him, like many fantasy owners do. Um, he's a freak. He's a beast. It's just a matter of him getting the ball. And I think as he gets more comfortable in the offense, Matt Ryan gets his head out of his ass. He should be fine, but it's, it's not looking good through three weeks. I'm just saying the tight end in position is a spot where you can kind of sit and wait. Cause he's not killing me. Like, it's not like he's like my team's losing because of Kyle Pitts. It's just, you expect more than tight end 15. Yeah. You know? As far as Ridley goes, I just gave my thing on that. Mason, I don't know if you want to talk about any other. You want to give a shout about Mike Davis or uh, Mike Davis? Corderell Patterson. No. Shout out to Corderell Patterson. Still doing pretty well. What do you get through three weeks, top 10 back? I mean, he's got talent if they keep using him the way they do, but it's, it's going to be one of those things where it just hits you hard. Like, all the success he's having now, he could easily string together three weeks of being, like, four points. Dog ass? Five points. Yeah, dog ass. The thing that's making him useful is the receiving game. He's getting, like, five, seven receptions. Sure. But they're keeping it, like, a, I think they said a 60-40 split, 60 Mike Davis, 40 Patterson, and that actually held true this week. I mean, uh, it's Mike, interesting. Mike Davis – is right around eight and nine points every week. Hasn't found the end zone yet, but he will. There's going to be weeks where he does. But, I mean, he's getting carries. It's not like he's not. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Anything else you want to discuss? Any questions, comments, concerns? Not particularly. Trying to think what else is happening in the league. Is Kareem um, Hunt are, better than Mick Chubb? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I could have told you that week one when I drafted him. Um, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I know, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But the Packers are back, it's good to see that, I guess. Um, Devontae Adams still elite, and Rogers still elite. Week one was indeed a fluke, yeah. Rams, Rogers with his hair down to his ass. Let's talk about the Rams. Um, Stafford, last Let's week, go last week. What I said on this podcast came to fruition. I said that Stafford was going to drop Trow. 
He was going to make a statement against the Super Bowl champs. Rams won that game, 3-0. and Cooper Cup, best receiver in the league right now in fantasy. Don't see why that would change at all. I feel bad for the people who drafted Robert Woods over Cooper Cup. Big time L. Yeah, they're holding an L, right? And it's, it's tough. Um, that's it. Matt Stafford, good for him. Three and zero. Three and zero. Where are you gonna go? Gonna hit rock. Hit walk. <laughs> um, All right, let's just get into it. Uh, I already know what the Thursday night game is, and it's just like, what oh is my it? god, we're back to a, we're finally back to a classic Thursday night game. Oh, you mean last night was the all-time great, spectacular gridiron showdown of the Texans and Panthers? Yeah, that game sucked ass. But McCaffrey. Yeah, that was cool for about five minutes. So his hamstrings came off the bone. He's like, Chuba, come here. Chuba. Stop it. Don't off. say Chuba, bro. <laughs> Chuba. It didn't come off the bone. Don't say that. Chuba, I need a rubber on my leg. <laughs> he's, he's fucking Italian. Christian oh, yeah. McCaffrey. Uh, all right, week four. Let's look at the pickskin pickums. Looks like the group. So, I mean, do you what? even know what Thursday night game is? Because you'll understand it when you see it. Well, hold on, hold on. I gotta look at our group. All right, ESPN 47 32 56 96 is still in first place. Um, Mason only a game behind him. Mm-hmm. Souza and Tebow 1995 are in third place, three games behind them, and I'm in fifth. A game behind them um still a long way to go i'm not worried um, got an extra week and everything yeah got an extra week make it up susan's gonna forget about his picks one week where he doesn't show up to the podcast so i'm not i'm okay with that he already missed one game so we'll, uh, don't we'll matter figure it out. we'll figure it out all right thursday night football Let's see what you guys are talking about jacksonville jaguars against cincinnati Bengals. Right, I'm taking the Bengals. It's not yeah, me too. It's not. It's, I'm telling you, it's not that bad of a game. Fantasy implications. You got three wide receivers on Cincinnati if T. Higgins plays. You got James Robinson. You got Marvin Jones. You got DJ Chark Jr. Jr. I mean, yeah, I guess they're just lackluster offenses, you know. But the thing is, and, and the storyline that you're missing, Sousa, is that I'm pretty sure Joe Burrow defeated Trevor Lawrence in the national championship game. <gasps> really? When Trevor Lawrence was at Clemson and Joe Burrow was at LSU. That's There's why it's a narrative. A right. And I, I, I'd like to add some of that. I, I want to say that. But I, I, I might be wrong. Let me, let me look that up. LSU. Versus Clemson, what would it be 2019, right? Any college football freaks out there that I already know? Yeah, LSU downs Clemson a national title game. Damn. 42 to 25. Joe Burrow, Joe Show. Will it be the same result on Thursday night, you guys think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if it'll be that extreme, but I do expect the uh, Bengals to win. So, yeah, I'm waiting for the week to pick the Jaguars. Uh, it's not this week. Yeah, I'll go with the Bengals too. 
um, on Sunday, we got the Washington football team going up against the Atlanta Falcons. That's tough. Picking the Falcons this time. Are you? I'm picking the football team. It's probably a good pick. I'm picking the football team because um, I can't even justify it. I'm just, I just got a feeling. Mason, you're live. Sorry. Um, I was reading something. Uh, I'm taking the football team. Yeah. Because? Uh, because I think the Falcons blow, and I think uh, Washington will put enough together on their defense to stop them, personally. I'm sorry. I'm not picking the Falcons a single time this year. It's not happening. Thanks. All right. I thought about that move too, Mason. It's not <laughs> just always go against them. Houston Texans at one and two, uh, losing last Thursday night. Had ten days to prepare for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Um, Bills. Bills. Yep. Let's see. Oh, this is going through. Detroit Lions at zero and three, losing a heartbreaker. Oh, God. in typical Lions fashion, Dude, by the way. Not only did Lamar Jackson have to convert fourth and long to even get the field goal range, it should have been a delay game because the play clock is at zero for about five. Oh, seconds. yeah, and then definitely the longest, Lions fashion, the longest field goal in history by Justin <laughs> Tucker hits off the crossbar and bounces in, bro. Oh, my God, that is I Loser. forgot. The implications of all that stuff. Yeah, that is the worst way to lose. And that is even more Lions way. A a penalty that wasn't called in the Lions' favor and the longest field goal in history was a hit. Also, double doink. Don't forget that. Right. Um, Oh. There's got to be a compilation video out there of of the unbelievable losses. But here's the unbelievable bad luck. Here's the thing, Susan. They're going against the Bears. Now, yeah, who's not doing much better? If you, if you're a Bears fan, you're better off having a more successful last Sunday, putting your dick in a blender, than watching that football oh, game. God, because God, horrendous. They got like 56 total yards of offense. Your franchise, your franchise quarterback that you just drafted in the first round just got obliterated by Miles Garrett and company. Every yeah, time yeah. they turn to that game, he was getting sacked. I was feeling bad for him. There's eight sacks, I think, oh at least. Oh, my God. Oh. Every time in red zone they went to the game, it was third down, and he was getting sacked. Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland's defense finished with, like, 18 points. And normally you figure, you know, anyone finishes with that much points, you know, you figure – you know, a few turnovers, touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, fumble recovery for a touchdown or pick six. Nope. They had like most of that through just sacks, which is incredible when you think about it. That's how many sacks they had. Miles, Miles Garrett had a ridiculous game. So would you rather be a Lions fan or a Bears fan right now? Uh I'd probably probably go Bears. Uh, because even though the Lions, even though the Bears kind of stink, I feel like ultimately their organization still is better than the Lions. You know, 
they still have had winning seasons, like won Super Bowls in the past. You know, the Lions haven't won shit, and they never will because they're the Lions. Sorry. And Steve. they just have bad luck. So Exactly. Bears fan is where you want to go. Yeah. So who are you picking? I pick the Lions. Picking the Lions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bears fan, we're going to take all your hope away. They, they've been looking like a, un, a better lines. unit. They've been looking like a better team than, than the Bears. Jared Goff's been getting it done with as best uh, weapons as he has. I mean, not that much. Hawkins and Swift has been great. Jamal Williams has been great. Uh, wide receivers are lacking, but um, Goff is doing his best. I think he's been doing a fair job. And uh, I just think the, the Bears are in more shambles than the Lions are right now. Unless Andy Dalton can come back. I don't that's something I didn't uh, talk about. I don't know what the latest is on Andy Dalton. Um, I know obviously he didn't play last week. He's still considered week to week right now with a knee injury. I'm picking the Bears. I'm picking the Bears because I believe Justin Fields gets his first one as a starter. I don't think Andy Dalton will be back in time, and he's going to be at home. That crowd is going to embrace him, love him, and cherish him like they were his own because they are his own. Right, or he is their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sure, gonna win. That. They're gonna win. Best. Um, three and zero, Carolina Panthers head to Dallas. I mean, you know, I'm picking. Yeah, I'm picking the Cowboys, man. I think. Panthers are three and zero, but uh, will they really fraud? Play? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. They beat the Saints, the Texans on Thursday night, and the Jets. The Jets, frauds. Yeah, and then the Cowboys they, are a powerhouse. If they beat Dallas, you taking for real? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll start considering it. They get a ball. Considering it, they Sam Donald, three and zero right now. Sam Darnold, 3-0, man. Um, no, Cowboys. The Colts, 0-3. Carson Wentz. Go to the 1-2 Miami Dolphins with no two attack of Iloa. Uh, shit-ass matchups this week. I'm going to take the yeah. Colts. Give me the uh, Dolphins. I just, dude, I... Jacoby Brissett it. revenge game. I'm going to pick the Dolphins, too. I hate the Colts. I don't like the Colts either. Right, hate, but... hate, all right, come on. Hate's a little strong word, Susan. Why do you right. hate the Colts? I don't like the Colts. They've never done it for me. And they even look like shit. They never they never rubbed you fancy? No. Fancy. I remember Didn't I had, uh, what was his name? Ahmad Bradshaw. Was that his name? Oh yeah. Well, you got him at the fucking end of his career. <laughs> no, he was doing all right. They broke his leg. I'm pretty sure he's on the Colts. Or uh, he was. wasn't the Giants, was it? Well, he was good on the Giants. And then, then I'm looking up. I'm gonna look up his Colts. stats. You guys move on. I'm gonna look up his stats. Okay. Um, I just typed him in to Cleveland Browns sleeper league as if he was still there. <laughs> Is that a free agent? <laughs> Cleveland Browns faced the one and two Vikings coming off an impressive win against Seattle. Um, I want the Browns, even yeah, though Browns. it's in Minnesota. OBJ's yeah, back, too. and OBJ looked good. He did. Kareem Hunt looked good. 
Dude, the Browns looks, looks the Browns look good. They do. They should be three and zero if they didn't choke. Yeah. Um. To raw Browns, raw brownies. Yeah, all brownies. All right, the zero three, New York Football Giants. Travel to New Orleans. Are they in yeah, New I mean, Orleans yet? They still playing in Jacksonville. I think they're back in New Orleans. You sure? I think so. Huh? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm picking the Saints. They're in New Orleans. I'm picking the Saints. Me too. All right. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, two and one, go up against the New York Jets. Tighten it up. Titans. Um, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles both at one and two. Gotta go Chiefs, right? Could no be a way trap. the Eagles win. Could be a trap game. I don't think it's a trap game. The Chiefs need to win this week, man. They can't be one and three in that division. Can you skip a... over the Titans? Yeah, no. we said Titans. Oh, just blew right by it. Yeah, I mean, what, what analysis do you want me to give on this Titans-Jets game? No, it's Titans. I don't want to talk about how Tannehill and Derrick Henry are going to fuck me this week when I face Panacho. Only good part about that is I also own Tannehill and Derrick Henry on the same team in a different league. So they do well. At least that team does well. So always uh, one side of the coin that shines. That sounded good. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, we said. Uh, it could be a trap game. As much as the Chiefs need to win this game, the Eagles need to win this game. Uh, it's not going to look good getting your doors blown off by Dallas and following up with a big loss against Kansas City. I don't, I don't find a way that the Eagles win this game, though, even though nope. they are at home. They're going to lose. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Big Tyreek Hill game this week, Kansas City. I fucking hope so. Guy's uh, a fraud, man. Darius Slay and, uh, I'm sorry, Darius Slay Jr. is not good anymore. I learned that last night. <laughs> um, Arizona. Oh, wow. Guys. Talk about Patriots Bucks being game of the year. This right here could be early game of the year. Arizona Cardinals 3-0 against 3-0 Rams. Did you forget that these teams are in the same division? We're going to see this matchup twice this year? Hmm. Yeah, um, you know, what? look, my brain's telling me Rams, but my balls are telling me Cardinals, baby. Let's go. Uh, I don't know, man. This is I'm going with the Rams. 81% picked the Rams. I'm putting my chips on Stafford. That's kind of crazy. I thought this was more of a toss-up. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The whoever whoever wins this game, the quarterback of the winning team is going to win MVP this year. Damn. This isn't a hot take. Damn, these, I mean – Give it to early. In my opinion, these are the two front runners for MVP, you know? Stafford and Kyler Murray? Yeah. Derek Carr. Uh, what? Craig, Craig just got triggered, Susan. What? <laughs> He's 3 0. Just top 10 fantasy. You want to put Sam Darnold on that list, too? No. <laughs> All right. No. no it, it, it's going to be either Kyler or Stafford. I'm picking Stafford. 
because he deserves it. Kyle's yeah, still got does. his whole career ahead of him. I'm going with the staff, man. Los Angeles Rams at home. Sean McVay was at a fucking big nut last week after beating the Bucks. Rams. Wait, who'd you pick, Susan? The Rams. And you picked the Cardinals, Mason? Yep. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks traveling to San Francisco to face the 49ers who suffered their first loss at the hands of Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football. This is kind of a toss-up here. 52% say San Fran, 48% say Seattle. I'm going I'm Seahawks. Give me the Niners. Oh, you guys aren't making it tough for me. I'll tell you what, I picked what Sue's on the last one with the Rams. I'm going to pick what Mason on this one, Seahawks. Go, baby. Who will win this matchup? Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos, who are 3-0. and All right, mile, listen. And Mile High? I know. Sorry. I know I said I don't believe in the Broncos. But I'm picking them to win, baby. What? Nah. Listen, the Ravens almost lost the fucking shit-bum Lions last week. Keyword, I think Denver's better than them. Keyword, almost. Yeah, but Justin Tucker isn't going to hit a fucking 66-yard field goal if he's not in a dome. Dude, it's even better to hit it mile high. With the altitude. Stop trying to fucking counter me with facts and logic. I'm taking the Broncos. And here's the thing. That game shouldn't have even been close in Detroit if Hollywood Brown just put a little stick on his hands. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. Uh, give me the Ravens. Susan? Me too. Ravens, okay. Uh, at 425, you get the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the two and one Green Bay Packers. It's Packers, man. Go pack, go. They're on a go roll. Pack, go. They're uh, got something to prove. Steelers are in shambles. I don't know if my wide receiver's playing. Susan didn't update me on the news. And then Sunday night football. If this was any time to sing the fucking song. Tom Brady returning to Foxborough, Gillette Stadium, after winning six Super Bowl champions in 20 championships in 20 seasons. He leaves, he gets his own without Bill, and he comes back to show him the ring and make him bow down on his knees and kiss it. Give me Tampa Bay. All right. Here's a quick graphic for you. This is the football held by Tom Brady. Mason's holding up his fist. This is Bill's butthole. Mason's holding up his other fist. He's going to take this football and he's going to go, and Mason. shut it right the fuck up Bill's ass. Mason. I'm taking the box, baby. Mason just put his fist through his hand and broke through it, making the motion of like a fist going into an asshole. Except you so got to picture that yeah. fist was holding. Because, I mean, this is, this is an audio podcast, so people couldn't see what you were doing. I was trying to give them a brief description. I, pre- I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate that. So, Thank you. It's, it's the box. 
All right. It's the Bucks for me. Not a snowball's chance in hell that nope. the Pagers won this game. Zero percent chance. Pagers. What if they do? What will? The, uh, what if they do? That'd be crazy. Everyone in fucking New England will overreact and say the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. And then who do they play Fair. next week? The Bills. They're and they're going to get blown out by the Bills. So uh, nothing changes. Yeah, give me the Bucks. But on Monday, is yeah, this a trap game? No. Mark Brady's going to get like. One touchdown. No. Nope. Even if he does, they're still going to win. It doesn't matter. Patriots defense sucks. Yep. Um, on Monday night, we got the Las Vegas 3-0 undefeated Raiders. Going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm kind of... <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <sighs> you just sounded like Palpatine after he stops doing the force lightning to Mace Windu. He stops <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, one more time. Can you, do, can you do that one more time? The audio didn't pick it up because you were going a little bit too loud. <clears throat> we lost again. Damn, Jesus Christ. It'll come, whatever. Try going outside and doing it. All right, hold on. Mason, you're going to ruin your voice. What would you say? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I said... God. I said the Raiders, God damn it. Raiders, 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 Raiders. Raiders! Raiders! Um, I'm taking the charges, though. What? Oh man, I hope someone <laughs> can hear you. What? Oh gosh. Sousa. I'm picking the Raiders. I'm going with the momentum. They got Mo on their team. Mo? No, that's momentum. Wait, Mo who'd, you Bamba. Pick? who'd you pick? I'm going with the Raiders. My Wait, man. who? I pick the Raiders. Ah, I pick the Raiders. All right, you know what? This is their game to win right here. Yep. I'm switching my pick to the Raiders. This is where we find out if the Raiders are for real. Because the Chargers are good. Be. Chargers are good. Mm. But the Raiders, in the three games that they had, were very losable games. But they pulled it out. And that says like something. like me right now. I'm naked. Okay. The Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, how many points will be scored in Raiders versus Chargers? 69. <laughs> One um, of these days, it'll matter. Uh, 420. And that'll be that. 420. <laughs> Any closing final thoughts? Because I think my pizza guy's almost here. Uh, yeah. I love the Raiders. That's it. Thank you for coming to my TikTok. Raiders. All right. 
That's it, Susie. You got anything? Anything good? Um, Deontay Johnson is expected to practice this week. That's all we oh, got. Oh, Jesus. So he might <laughs> practice. You just gave me blue balls. I thought you were going to say expected to play and go off, and you said practice. Expected to, to practice in yeah. t-shirt and shorts. Brennan Coleman. It's like oh, practice. Brennan <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> What? Wait, what? You remember when I had Brandon Cooks and they had Brandon Coleman on the fucking Saints? <laughs> oh, yeah. And when this guy, oh, wait, was that Brandon Cooks? No, that was Brandon Coleman. <laughs> Coleman. Good times. That's right up there. That's right up there with not Ben Tate. <laughs> Good times. All right, gentlemen. Who you guys got this week in fantasy? Uh, I have Zach Aronson. The I mean, 3 Zach Harris? The guy that Sousa has said had the best team in the draft, Zach Harrison? And as a one, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's so true. I got to add that to the power ranking. You have to. Uh, Sousa, you I got Chris. You have Chris. That's right. And I have the commissioner himself. Uh, I got to lay the smackdown on him. It's always nice when one of you has to lose in a week. It's like I can rest these. Like Craig versus Fryer, one of them had to lose. We've got another one this week, you and Panacho. Did you just compare? Did you just compare me and Panacho to Craig and Fryer? I should slap you. It's actually an accurate comparison. What? Who the fuck am I? I better not be Craig. No, no, you're you're your own thing. It's my own thing. Like like David Pumpkins. Like David Pumpkins. Full segue. <laughs> uh, sizzling hot takes. Brought to you Welcome by Bear Burgers. Um, I. Want to sincerely apologize to our sponsors, Madeira Burgers, because um, Mason almost let me end this podcast without doing sizzling hot takes, and that's oh, just not how I, it I, I almost let you end the podcast. Right, right, right. Yeah, he said bye bye and everything. After bye bye, yeah. you can't do anything. Well, obviously True. not because we're doing it right now. Right. Sizzling hot takes for week three, guys. What do we got? Um, I Shit. I gave you my sizzling hot take because I think it's pretty hot already. What was it? Say it again. All three, all three of all three of us win this week. Oh, let's be honest. One or two of us is probably gonna lose. Okay. Okay, but like an NFL sizzling hot take. Okay. Or a fantasy um, relative sizzling hot take. Well, see, now you went and fucked everything up, because I already Good, closed. Because you tried to take the easy way out. I did not like, try and take the easy like way Susa out. Like Susan did nah, last nah, week. Nah, nah. How about the Patriots beating the Bucks? That's burnt to a fucking crisp. It's also low-hanging fruit in a way. Yeah. I'm going to go fruit? with... I'll show you some low-hanging fruit. No, 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 that's fine. Oh. Sit down. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with... An unpopular opinion, and that is Big Ben and the Steelers are going to light up Green Bay. Sounds Damn. crazy. This isn't a Big Ben specific hot take. Well, yeah, I guess it kind of has to be because Deontay Johnson, I'm going to say he's going to be there. Yeah. And he's going to get 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Claypool is going to go do well. Juju. If he plays, we'll do well. And if he doesn't play, then James Washington will do well. 
It's going to be a smorgasbord. Big Ben's going to have eh, 350 yards plus and four touchdowns. Maybe to Najee, passing touchdown to Najee. They're going to, they're going to find some, and, and the Packers aren't going to have an answer for it. Doesn't mean they'll win, but the Steelers are going to, are going to light them up at the very least. Uh, All right. That's pretty hot. Um, yeah, so my sizzling hot take is that I already picked them to win, but the Broncos are going to roll against the Ravens. More specifically, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be Teddy Sparkling Water. Mm. He's going to have 250 passing yards. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, well, no. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, 250. I might say, say 350. Sorry. 350 passing yards, five touchdowns. Call it. <laughs> I'm calling it. More than big, I couldn't say four touchdowns because Susan said four touchdowns for Big Ben. What would you say five touchdowns? I said five. Oh, wow. That's hot. We should have skipped the segment. <laughs> this, is oh. this is overtime. I, I, I'm not, I'm I'm not reined out. in now. I'm checked out. My sizzling hot take. Um, I'm just going to say it, okay? Chubba Hubbard runs wild against Dallas. He gets a total of 25 fantasy points. And Carolina moves to 4-0 and on the back of Chubba Hubbard. Damn. I hope that happens. I mean, I hope it doesn't. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> but I got to be hot with my takes. I can't just show up with lukewarm takes. So we had two. We had we had one hot take, two takes that were burnt. Or no, two hot takes. My take was burnt to a crisp. So hmm. five TDs right. for sparkling water. That's crazy. All right, that'll do you. Uh, sorry again, the Dirt Burgers. That sizzling hot takes are the burgers good. Yeah. Once again, let's get the fuck out of here.